Hey everyone, what is going on? Welcome to the Faith Life and Fitness Show, a podcast designed to bring the faith and the fitness communities together. My name is Caleb Cavasis, and I am a husband, father, pastor, and CrossFitter. And I'll be sharing personal stories and biblical truths to inspire everyday athletes like you and I to live a God-first life. If you're ready, let's get to it. Hey, what's going on, Faith Life and Fitness fam? Calum here with another edition of the podcast. So I'm super stoked about today's show because I have a guest joining me that I know is going to bring it. However, before I introduce him, I want to remind everyone that you can check out the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcast. So go out there, subscribe, like, share, rate us on Apple Podcast. You can uh, leave us some feedback. Would love to hear about that as well. So on today's show, we are talking about breaking through plateaus. And I have a good friend of mine on today's show that's going to help us talk about this. My guest is a chaplain or the director of the chaplain program at Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department, a pastor of a church here in Charlotte called Grace Church, a father of three, and a husband to an amazing wife. My guest is none other than Pastor Theo Schaefer. What is going on, man? Yo, what's up, bro? What's up, man? Not much, man. Not much. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Hey. I'm super stoked to have you guys or have you on the show today. So I wanted to start off uh, just for the listeners to to talk a little bit about your church, uh, Grace okay. Church. I know we met uh, a, a few years ago when you were preaching at a church that I was at. So talk to me, man. What what's going on with uh, with Grace, man? Um, so we are in the um, well, we we just celebrated one year um, as a as an official church, but we've been. Um, missionally active in the community as much as you know uh, whether it's homelessness youth advocacy working alongside law enforcement um, making a difference been making an impact since being the hands and feet of jesus for about almost four mm-hmm. I mean, four years now and so we launched in october okay. then COVID hits right but man what COVID did was amplify our reach and our impact and, and as a pastor man i get to do life with my friends it's really dope it's a church that i would want to be a part of even if i wasn't the pastor and, um, uh, at, you know, we're, we're looking to do, um, the same thing in 2021 as we see, man, mm-hmm. families growing, marriages growing, um, organically, uh, in their health, man, and spiritual health. I think, man, I can go on and on because it's fun to yeah. do it. I mean, you know, you know, yeah. big bro, uh, the stresses and the monotony of churchianity, the industry side of church, mm-hmm. and it can kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. man, this has given us life because of, uh, how it, how we stick to the basics, you know, faith and family right. and things like that, bro. So um, it's a joy, man. So if anybody's watching or listening, and uh, if you're looking for a new church home or just a community to connect with, you don't have to leave your spot. Check us out at gracecoc.com or download our app at Grace Church. You know, it's a shameless plug. I'm just saying, you know, download hey, the app. Hey, plug it out there, man. I don't, I don't care, man. We, uh, we, support, we support them all, man. So uh, I always say yes, this sir. about churches. There's a church for everybody, everyone. Yeah. But, but every church is not for everyone. So, right, right. So, you know, people will go to church and be like, this isn't for me. There is one for you. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast, listen, I am telling you right yeah. now, um, I'm not a fan of church shopping. I'm I'm a I'm a fan of finding your yes, fit. Yes, find so your fit. So if that baby. means finding a church 
that fits you and what your beliefs are right. and what your style is and and this and that, then you need to find that home and you need to make it your home and stay there and get fed and do your things there. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm all for plugging uh, plug churches, man. So, so by the time that this episode airs, uh, it is New Year's Eve Eve as we record this yeah. uh, this thing. We are we're on the precipice of a brand new year, and hopefully, uh, some crazy things uh, are, are going to be behind us, and some God things are going to be in front of us. So, but both of us in our churches are going to be in the midst of a 21 day fast. So we both start on January fourth. Uh, we yeah. We, so it goes through goes through January. And, um, you know, I've done it numerous years and, uh, it's not easy. It's not meant to be easy. So that's, that's all, it's what it's about. But so in the midst of this 21 day fast for grace church, what is it that you guys are, are contending for? Um, revival, uh, restoration and, um, rest, um, Mm. the way we, uh, kind of, uh, drive our camp man is, in your own idiosyncratic relationship with God, you want to um, seek revival in your spirit, mm-hmm. um, get some restoration, you know, by you doing these things naturally, right? right? Like not just pushing back your plate, but um, detoxing your mind, going back to meditation, detoxing mm-hmm. yourself, you know, from different different stimuluses, uh, disconnected from social media. And then there's some incentives and some challenges in there. Uh, it's almost like being on a new fitness journey. And then... Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, time for rest and giving your body and your mind a break. We have put mm-hmm. this body and we put our brains through a lot in 2020. And uh, you need to give yourself, give your body time to naturally reset itself and clear yourself mm-hmm. of our toxins and um, bad health and uh, poor decisions. So um, that's what it's about, man. Um, and how much, how more important is it now considering what, what we just came through in 2020? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so yeah. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna shut up about that. And this is this man, bro. Like, it, so there is like, uh, uh, there's gonna be a camp of Christian preachers who are going to want to encourage the people, rightfully so, by saying mm-hmm. cliche things like, "It's gonna be a new year. God's gonna turn mm-hmm. things around. It's gonna be better and all that." But the truth of the matter is, man, is that it, you know it might not be our time and season for God to take chaos out of the way. It's, it was, I mean, right. things might get worse for to get better. And that's reality. Yeah. So you can't operate in the flesh. You got to be in the spirit. So even right. while it's chaos around you, you haven't shifted your posture and you're steady like the river flow so that you can thrive mm-hmm. in the midst of a storm. But you're going to yeah. miss it if you're not in a spiritual place and a spiritual posture. And that's important too. 2021 yeah. might not be better, but you can still thrive being a child of God. And so yeah. that, that's important. I think, there's, I think there's a fine line of hoping for the better and praying for the better and praying for breakthrough in that. Yeah. Um, but also preparing yourself that what happens if it's not when the ball drops at, on at midnight, right. right? I think some people are out there be like, oh my gosh, you know, Rona's going to be leaving the, you know, leaving the planet uh, on, on January 1. And <laughs> guys, I mean, that's not, that's just not going to happen. I mean, uh, I, I would warn you, don't go out there and look at all the news medias and the news outlets and read all that junk that's out there because it'll it'll 
it, it distorts your thoughts right. and and your and your perspectives. Um, you need a God perspective on it. There's yep. a difference between faith and fear, and 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 what we can. That's a whole another podcast that we can go into of like yeah. you know what's what's that line too because I've seen it on both ways you know. Um, but, you know, I, I think you mentioned revival just yeah. real quick about what you guys are doing. And I just did a, a, a quick devotional this morning and I wrote in my journal because I'm, I'm doing kind of like a, a, a 21 day journaling thing for just revival and stuff like that. And the thing I said was personal revival starts before corporate revival mm. begins. Because you, you can't be a catalyst for corporate revival unless revival happens in your head. Right. And you know, I think those are, those some, some great things, you know, and as we talk about this 21 day fast and revival, and I mean, you could just, you can go real deep in the spiritual things of it, but as we talk about our topic today and plateaus, I think, I think it kind of coincides with our 21 day fast. I think it coincides with, you know, breaking through some of these things and, you know, a plateau sometimes, you know, can be one of those things that you feel really good about where you are, but you can't, gain anything like you know you, you've probably experienced them in your life so you know I'm a crossfitter you've been you've been an athlete in college playing basketball and from a from a just a physical uh point of view you could be eating right you could be going to the gym and you could be lifting and you're not seeing any gains you're not seeing either weight loss you're not seeing muscle gains you're not seeing any strength but the question is you know how long has it been that you've tried to look at that? Maybe if you're sitting at there for a year and we'll talk about breaking through some of these plateaus, you've got to reevaluate that, you know, um, when you're talking about basketball, you know, um, uh, uh, we were talking about this earlier, but you know, shooters are going to shoot, man. I mean, uh, my kids say it all the time. I, my my oldest is a fan of Steph Curry, and I've seen him go over from the three point line. And it's rare that this cat will go o for something from the three point line because he's kind of like money when he yeah. shoots it from anywhere on the court. But you know, there's there's going to be the baseball players call it the yips where they can't hit. Like it's like they forget how to throw, they forget how to hit, and they have to go and and look at that. That's a plateau. So we're going to, I want to talk about some of those things today. Yes. So, uh, every, everything on our podcast guys is, is, is based out of scripture. Um, we talk about three things. We talk about mm. faith, we faith. talk about life and we talk about fitness and, you know, we try to put it all together. So today's scripture is found in Philippians chapter two, uh, verses 12 and 13. And it says this, continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling for it is God who works in you to will and to act according mm. to his good purpose. And I love that, uh, Theo, about continuing to work. Yeah. Continuing to work. You know, my thought of like our salvation not being um, something that's a one and done thing. You know, we we say yes to Jesus. He changes our lives. But that doesn't mean that we don't continue to work. Right. Like we don't, you know, I mean, what do you think about that? Like when you're having conversations with people about, you know, I just got saved. Now what, what is that? What is that conversation? Like, like without trying to go too deep, but like, um, there's this, um, uh, part of our Christianity and our preaching where we like relinquish the challenge from the believer of following Jesus. Like we make it, mm-hmm. I know his yokes are easy and his burdens are light, but that doesn't mean there's not a grind. Uh, there's not a, there's not a, you, you know, 
You have you have to be a dog in this thing that no yeah. good soldier entangles himself with the affairs of his life. It's like uh, you know, you know um, Jesus said, unless you deny yourself, man, pick up your cross and follow him, you got no part. Like there's no quit in this. There's a level of resiliency, mm-hmm. and a, level, a level of um, uh, tenacity. Like and and when it comes to your salvation, it. It, it's a grind, you know, one day at a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus gave us the model prayer, bro. And he was like, uh, when you pray, pray like this. He didn't mean to pray this verbatim. He was like, so when you mm-hmm. pray, think about, you know, asking the Lord to give us this day our daily bread. There's an allotment mm-hmm. of strength. There's an allotment of grace you have for that one day, right? And get some rest. Because the next day, you got to work at it. You have to work out your own soul salvation, um mm-hmm. and it's a it's a, a level of reverence to that um okay mm-hmm. i ain't trying to go too deep but i also think about fam how he says um uh, paul was writing to the church of ephesus and like you know he was saying like you know the lord he gives us gifts according to the measurement of our faith right like he all we all have tools we all have picks and shovels mm-hmm. caleb he may give you 10 mm-hmm. shovels right and five picks and then he give me five shovels and and two picks and we got to maximize mm-hmm. that and optimize that. Yeah. And there's a grind yeah. in this. Um, there's, there's levels to this and um, uh, working it out, figuring it out, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. and, and and going for this. So that, that's what comes to mind. Um, I think about yeah, this. I, I mean, you're, and your that's what I share with, with other Jesus people. Is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, your walk with Jesus is not supposed to be easy, right? Nope. He, he said in the Bible that, you know, uh, counted all joy when you go through trials and tribulations. Yeah, right. Like, That's crazy. That it's a it's a work it out. Like that doesn't mean that it is going to be euphoria by the time that you say yes to Jesus. I mean, it will change your life. Right. Trust me. I'm not saying that that's not a thing. Saying yes to Jesus changes your life. And there is something that happens when the Holy Spirit comes inside of your life and Jesus is a part of your heart and and all of that and you hand it over. Um then yes, that is something that changes your life. So don't get me wrong in that. There is a process from the day that you say yes to Jesus to the day that you go to meet him when you die, there is a process. And I'm going to tell you in that process, I don't care if you were Billy Graham or if you're, you know, Mother Teresa, there are plateaus in your life that you will hit. There will be dry seasons in your life. So, and the same thing goes with, with, the, the the physical side of that, listen, you could be the biggest gym rat in the world. You could be the greatest athlete in the world, but you're going to hit plateaus. Yeah. The question is, is what do you do? What do you do today to figure out how to bust through those plateaus? Because they are something that you can bust through, right? There's something that you can bust through. And, and it, it, you may be sitting right now, as you're listening to this, you may be sitting on top of a plateau. You may be trying to look back and say, man, I have not gained. I have not broken through. I can't hear God when I read. I, whatever it is, you can put that in the blank. And and today you can say, I need to break through yeah. that. I need to break through that. So I've, we've got some points that we want to talk about tonight and 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 figure this out. And the first thing that that I talked about or I thought about when we were thinking about breaking through plateaus was was shaking things up. Yeah. So you know, Theo, when you talk when you think about shaking things up, what does that mean to you when we when we're trying to break through a plateau? When when I whenever I hit plateaus, plateaus in my relationship with God, plateaus in my own inner creativity, you know, plateaus in my marriage, or a lot of times, man, plateaus in my career. Um, like 
I know what I'm doing is what I'm called to do, right? But then I have my own goals, my own my own motors that are driving me towards those things. And I'm impatient. And, and the vision I had, what I was grinding towards, it doesn't, it doesn't happen when I feel like, you know, based on my work, you can hear my son in the background. Um, <laughs> it doesn't happen like, so what do I do to, to, to change it up a little bit? I, mm-hmm. I have to shift my passion and my focus. For example, yeah. um, don't get off the path because you're not seeing the results, right? Don't right, don't throw right. in the towel because you're not there yet. Don't quit. But until God says something different, I stick with what he's mm-hmm. already said. And then I find mm-hmm. someone else to throw my passions at, right? In the meantime, um, okay, mm-hmm. so my... Um, I've hit a plateau at, at work, right? Like, yo, I should, I should be, I can't seem to bust through this thing. So don't have a knee-jerk reaction, right? Until God mm-hmm. gives me clarity in that area. Switch it up a little mm-hmm. bit. So let me, I was supposed to write this book two years ago. Let me go back to working on my book. Or, you know, mm-hmm. or let me get my podcast started. Or let right. me um, get back to working out until this right here shifts and makes up. Because a lot of times, big bro, you haven't stepped back from the elephant yet until you mix it up. And then you're able mm-hmm. to see clearer when you come back to it. Like, okay, now I kind of, you know what I'm saying? I'll give you an example. Yeah. I am a black man who is mm-hmm. a pastor adopted by a white family who works in law enforcement. That's, and in government. That's a mouthful. You see what yeah. I'm saying? I'm checking all yeah. these boxes. And in 2020, every camp that I'm a part of was at odds mm-hmm. with one another. And here I am, a mm-hmm. unicorn in the middle. And man, it took a toll on my body. And I, yeah. bro, I brushed up my resume several times, right? Yeah. Like, I can't bust through this. Like, God, why do you still have me here? And so yeah. what I had to do was, was, was switch it up, change it up. Let me shift my yep. focus. And when I was able to kind of look back at my situation, I, I had, I, then God reminded me of why I was there in the first place which allowed mm-hmm. me to see past my plateau until I bust yeah. through it. If that makes sense. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's awesome. I think, I think you, you've got a lot of meat within what we've talked about there. Yeah. You know, stay in the course. Right. Right. Shaking things up doesn't mean like, you know, if it's not working, um, just bail. Yeah. And bail out. <laughs> you know, I, I think part of is, is like maybe a routine needs to be changed. You know, I, I think from a spiritual standpoint, you know, uh, the thing is, is if you're at a plateau and you're not hearing from God, or a lot of times I hear, and, and it's happened to myself, is it's just words on a page. Yeah. I'm reading the Bible and, and God isn't saying anything to me. I'm not, I can't journal anything. I yeah. don't get anything out of worship or anything like that. Maybe there's a routine that needs to be changed, right? Maybe, maybe you need to take a risk. You know, this podcast started on a risk on. for me, right? And, you know, I'm not a creative you know, but I felt like at the beginning of 2020, God had said to me, you need to be more creative. Uh-oh. And I'm like, what does that right. mean? You know, what does that mean? And then for me, it was like, whatever that is, but I needed to take some risk. You know, you need to take a look at the habits too of what you're doing. Yep. What are you doing today? You know, I just started reading this book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And I mean, literally just started reading the first chapter today and just some great things. He talks about the one degree change. 
in your life. And if you, if you steadily change one degree, right? And so the things that I thought about with, with all of that is, hey, are you, getting, are, are, are you going to bed too late? Yeah. Right. Sleep. Are you not getting enough sleep? Are you waking up too late? Yeah. Um, are you spending too much time on social media? Are you spending too much time watching TV? You know, all of these things. This is why I love a 21 day fast, because a lot of times I don't do food. Right. Right. I don't fast food. I fast something that's really and for me. It's going to be social media. Yep. And it's it's huge because that thing for me is what. Every time I pick up my phone, I, I I hate the screen time reminder on your iPhone. Yeah, I turned it off, man. Like, cause I get depressed every time I look at my phone. Yeah. Like, how many hours a day that I'm on social media? But what for me is is that if if I can get that out of my life for a, for a season, maybe I can break through because I'm putting too many things in front of you know spending five minutes or ten minutes in a devotion. Yeah. Uh, listen, if you're listening to this, I'm not saying that you need to go spend 30, 40, an hour. You know, that, that that's that's not something that the more you pray, like an hour or two does not make you any more holier than <laughs> right. someone that is praying for five to 10 right. minutes. It's it's the quality of the time that you spend with, with Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. It's the quality of time that you spend with God. So, you know, are there habits that are keeping you, you know, on this plateau of certain things, you know, or... It is one of those things. So think about that. We have to shake some things up in our lives. We have to change a few things. You know, don't abandon ship, but it leads us to our next thing. So based on shaking things up, maybe it's the the, the second point that we're going to talk about is going back to the basics. You know, for me, it, it is maybe I've gotten too complicated in my life. Mm. I've tried to be real complicated in my spiritual walk, trying to do all of these different devotionals, trying to do all of these different right. things and being involved in too many ministries and and all of this. And maybe sometimes it's cutting back. Yeah. And to go back to our first point, sometimes it is bailing on some of these things because in order to be great at something, in order to move the ship, sometimes you have to cut off the day. I, um, and sometimes you've added too much. So yeah. what do you, what do you now, think? No, man, um, so the picture you just gave me is, um, so um, we both have a passion for sports. And uh, I did play a little um, uh, ball, um, a lot of ball in high school and uh, a little bit of ball in uh, junior college. And then mm-hmm. I got into coaching. I love coaching. I love teaching. Mm-hmm. I do too. I really, I, I took a break from coaching because this what happened. I, I wasn't the the kids, the culture shift with the kids. The, you know, it it wasn't Steph Curry's fault. Here's another Steph Curry reference. But now all of the young folks want to jack up threes or they just want to dunk. From like half court. And too. they're missing like like bro, it's like like they don't know Steph Curry's been practicing those shots since he was a, a kid. Uh, right. I remember reading a Kobe Bryant tweet one time. Kobe said about Steph Curry, he's like, Man, the shots the defense wants him to take are the shots he practices. Um, just that level of commitment to excellence, to the fundamentals is where I'm going, right? The, the beauty of the monotony, right? So mm-hmm. this generation likes fundamentals. And so as a coach, they're stressing me out. I'm making all the run baselines because y'all can't make a right-handed lay- layup off the left foot, right? You haven't even mastered the right. triple threat position yet. You don't even know how to, how to um, use your jab step, how to use um, a pump fake or um, a properly executed... Um, uh, finger touch and chest pass or mm-hmm. running a um, before you want to ISO dribble like James Harden like you need to learn how to pick the picker run, run um, mm-hmm. flex offense or 
Um, or just learn screens, how to dribble right. Or just dribble the basketball, right? So, so right. a lot of times you will see this at athletes in the NBA. They, they hit a star status, right? Then mm-hmm. they get their paycheck and they plateau. That's why I talk mm-hmm. about players like, and I'm not making fun of them or whatever, but players like um, Vince Carter or players mm-hmm. um, who were just human highlight films but never maximize their full potential. Like a lot mm-hmm. of folks, are, I'm not critical of LeBron James, but LeBron James doesn't even have a strong post game because he was just dunking over and running folks over mm-hmm. most of his career to win. So a lot of young people, are, they have a parallel we're talking about in this conversation. You're going to plateau. Mm-hmm. You're going to plateau early because you, you never developed those mm-hmm. skills because you didn't spend a lot of time developing fundamentals. Footwork. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, our left-hand, off-hand dribbling. Um, like the tenacity behind the little things and being able to do them over and over and over and over and over again, um, right. right, right to where it becomes yeah. second nature. Um, and likewise, in yeah. our spiritual walk with God, in our, in our own uh, walking on this journey, the fundamentals of prayer, the fundamentals of Bible reading, the fundamentals of meditation, the fundamentals of uh, worship, the fundamentals of giving, the mm-hmm. fundamentals of uh, 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 fasting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you will see a believer transcend and go to different levels, really optimize who they're called to be. And last thing I'll say, big bro, they mean to hit this hard like this, but mm-hmm. God can expose a lot of us to success because it will destroy us. Right. You know, we won't know how to handle we, it. That's the thing. Like we're not ready to handle the next thing for God because we haven't. And I'm not saying, listen, I'm not one to be saying that we need to be perfect. Um, and it looks like we lost Theo, but we'll get him back in just a second. But I'm not one to be perfect by any stretch of the imagination. And, you know, I think part of that is when you get back to basics, you learn to be excellent at things. You learn to be excellent at how do you uh, make things happen and all of that. How do you, um, we got you back, man. Yeah. You know, I was just saying we don't need to be perfect. You know, we don't we don't need to be perfect in things. We just need to work on being excellent at things. And that starts right. with, you know, in part of this book that I was reading, I, I want to share this line. It says, he says, you should be far more concerned with your current trajectory mm. than with your current results. Mm. And so, I mean, that's huge. Like you you don't know where you're going because you don't know where you are. And Come and on. some people want to get so far down the road that they forget that they need to be right where they are. And <laughs> that's good. That's good. You, know, you just, it's like, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I don't even know where to start. That's great. Acknowledging the fact that you have no idea where to start is amazing. So, you know, hit us up on Instagram. You can DM me. Um, I will be more than happy to walk that through with you, uh, talk to you about some of the basics of just doing a devotion. Like, I remember when I was in college, I was in Bible college. I was a freshman in Bible college. I've been wow. saved for like four years, and I did not know how to do a devotion. I had, I had the dorm dad come to me and teach me how to do a devotion. It was the first time I ever learned how to do it. it changed my life. 
Because a lot of us want to start reading from Genesis to Revelation and think that we're going to get through it and, and God's going to pour all of this out. But that's not how the basics work. The basics nope. work of really understanding. And I'm not talking about trying to figure out all the hermeneutics and all of the Greek <laughs> and Hebrew and on, Arabic bro. and all of that stuff with it. Man, that comes down the road. But just truly understand, what is God saying to you, man? Mm. What is God saying to you? Just like in your life, if you're going to the gym, maybe you, the reason that you're hurt all the time, the the, the reason that you're not making any gains is because you're not doing the lift right. Mm. You need to get back to the basics of the lift, right? Right. I mean, uh, I, my shoulder, like, listen, we joke in CrossFit that, that if your shoulders don't hurt, you're not a CrossFitter. Um, and I've jacked up my shoulder, but that's the thing, it's... And, and I've learned why it's because my form sucks and I need to get my form back to the basics. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that I need to be lifting heavy. That means I need to be lifting light, swallow my pride, mm -hmm. eat my ego that I can be okay lifting light. But if I get the form down correctly, then the weight will come. Right. And I think that's back getting back to the basics and kind of yeah. what we're talking about. So, you know, we get back to the basics. We talk about, you know, the shaking things up. The third thing is, and this is where I think that this is where I think people do not want to be in. This third point, I think, is going to be where everybody shuts this podcast off. So, if you're listening, <laughs> trust me, continue through this. We got some more stuff for you, but sometimes you got to embrace the moment. Yeah. Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. Right? It is. It is going to suck for time. Like. You you may feel like you're never going to get out of it. You feel like you're never going to move forward because you feel like you're stuck on this plateau. But sometimes that is exactly where God wants you to be mm. because there's something that he wants to teach you, right? There's a purpose. Think about this. This is a couple of examples that I've got. The Israelites walking around Jericho. Mm. Okay. I know it was six days, right? But maybe for them, it felt like six years, right? Um what that probably felt like a lifetime yeah i mean like we walking around this wall doing what and we can't talk come on man like this sucks i can i mean i can imagine can you imagine them being 2020 people man bro this sucks like i know they didn't say that back then because i didn't even know that word but you know this is like they're they're equivalent of like are you kidding me we got to wake up and do this again this sucks yeah, this sucketh. Um, but you know, like, yeah, I, we're, we're going to coin that one. This sucketh. Um, but when, when we talk about embrace the moment, like, what's what's that mean for you? What's what's embrace the moment look like to you? It, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So my, my best friend and my brother in 2018, they died back to back. Now, um, I don't know if anybody who's listening knows the pain of losing any loved one is, is, is tremendous. But at that time in my life, I had lost a mother, several close relatives. I had never lost a brother. Mm. And I, also, I lost two of them back to back in 2018. I mean, to this day, man, I still am processing it. Mm -hmm. But what it did for me, bro, it clarified death, clarified life. Mm -hmm. beginning with the ending in mind. And so the reality is, is that Daniel 4.35 says that the people of this earth are reputed as nothing who can hold back the power of his hand. God can do what he wants, when he wants, with, mm -hmm. with who he wants. And the fact that he's even considering me to go through a situation, 
or mm-hmm. circumstance. Mm-hmm. I can't just give God the credit and, and the praise when I get a promotion, but when he allows me to go through pain too. And so since I can't do anything about that, I might as well just be in that moment because he's mm-hmm. doing something that's for my good and for my benefit. I can't change it anyway. The reality is, is that I'm in it. So sit in it. And you have to have a level of tenacity in your faith like the three Hebrew boys mm-hmm. who's standing in front of the fire furnace said, listen, I, I'm not careful to answer you, King. Now, if he don't deliver us from your situation, that doesn't mean he's not able. It's so crazy. Yeah. My wife and I were just unpacking this in the car that the, the dude who was getting to throw them in died preparing them to go hot. into it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you didn't see them bail in that moment. They said, yeah. okay, we're going to trust God in this. And so a lot of times when you have to just kind of be still and know that he's God, mm-hmm. be still and let him be God in this and, and, and trust that he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two last component of that, if I can share is, man, don't miss that in a moment because you can't get this moment back. Right. In the Old Testament, man, they would create an altar or put a rock somewhere as a place of remembrance. As a pivotal moment in your life where you're facing this plateau, you want to remember this because you want your ends to justify your means. You want to understand that, that death clarifies life, that when God brings you out of this or elevates you past this plateau or you mm-hmm. accomplish that goal, it's going to make so much more sense and mean so much more when you remember where you were. Yeah. So just just man, just take it all in. Don't yeah. cheat, don't don't cheat the moment. Yeah, and I think the thing about all of this is the the piece of God has something to teach us in all of yep. this, right? Yeah. So God has something um, in in the midst of the embracing the moment or embracing the suck. God has something to teach us because yeah. there there's something that He wants for for us to learn and. You know, a lot of us want the easy path. A lot of us want the easy yeah. fix, and a lot of us want to be able to um, take the easy road out, but are afraid to put in the hard work. Yeah, right. And I think that's part of the embracing the suck, embracing the moment. Where you know, from you know, from a from an athlete standpoint, you know, I can th- I can think of Allen Iverson talking about. We talking about practice. Talking about, about practice, practice. not practice. the game. We not the about game. Practice? This is not a game. This is his practice. And so, you know, but with with that being said, you know, I think um, in the midst of all of that, that um, you know, people want the easy way out, and yeah. um, that's that's just one thing. I don't know. I think that people just want is the easy way, and they're afraid to embrace the suck. Yeah. And in those moments, God's got so much for us that, that can change our lives. So the last thing I want to talk about is a lot of things for like, for me is, is the hardest thing. And that's getting the right people around you. Mm-hmm. Because I think we can do all of these things. But if we don't have mentors and accountability partners and people to stretch us and people to help us mm. grow, we're going to find ourselves right back into the same plateau that we were a few months ago, a few mm-hmm. years ago, and no one's challenging you to push forward. No one is saying, why are you still doing that? Or, you know what? Let's do this one more time. Yeah. And so when you think about mentors and people around you, what does that look like? Um, I, I'll start. I'll start. Um... 
as a pastor, I need some brothers and some sisters who are who understand the plight of pastoring. That could be my accountability circle that I can trust. You know, um, all of us need a village, right? Um, uh, my family needs a circle. It looks like um, some married couples um, our age and maybe older that, that, that have equity with us that uh, can, you know, we grab lunch together. We check in once a month. You know, uh, it's, it's kind of like um, the pinball machine, mm-hmm. right? You know, we're the pinballs. And we need we need something around us that you know I need to be able to bounce and explore and screw up. I need to be able to make mistakes and have a safety construct around me that keeps me within my purpose. Right mm-hmm. for the listener, you need somebody. Um, you need a couple of people that can speak into your life, that can hold you accountable, that can challenge you. That you can be honest and trans. Uh, transparent with um, that all have the mutual goal of seeing you be the best version of yourself that God has called you to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what's, what's crazy is, is that you're not going to be who's called you to be without that anyway. And there is somebody who is influencing you anyway, whether you know it or not, whether good or bad. So you at least need to be intentional about who that is. Um, so yeah, that's that's what it looks like, man. So like for me, I have seven people who are my personal village as a pastor. Then I have a group of about four families who are my village uh, in our marriage. And then even our church, our church doesn't have a traditional board. We have three boards that govern um, three distinct um, um, components of our ministry and our village for our ministry. So, uh, you know, checks and balances is good. You know, you you don't need to be able to do whatever you want to do in your marriage, in your own life. I mean, then you got like yeah. I got like a brother like Caleb who is uh, holding me right. accountable that I need to get my butt back in shape. Um, you know, and. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> hey man, I got a box. You can come and join me. at. I'm coming. Come yeah, on. it's a good hurt. Come on. Yeah. It's fun, man. It hurts, but it's fun. Yeah, we had our our crazy uh, wad today was we had to row three minutes max, like as much mm-hmm. effort as you could put into it. And then right yeah. after the three minutes, you had to run an 800. Then you came back in and did two minutes on the rower. Mm. And then you ran a 400. And then you did a minute yeah. and ran 200. So like. It was you had like a 16 minute cap Phew. and it hurt. So legs were on fire, all of that. So, but yeah, so I, I think getting the right people around you. Um, that's why I love CrossFit is I've gone to a lot of gyms. Yeah. I've tried to get people to work out with me. You know, just people don't, people have their own routines. So because I went to CrossFit, everybody's doing the same r- routine. Yeah. and what I love about it is that there's no judgment. Yeah. You could be the last person finishing and they're still cheering you on. And there is no judgment mm. of anything. And if you don't show up to class, right. people are asking you, where were you? And why weren't you at class? 
you know. And so the coaches are like texting you, like, "Why are you in class today?" Yeah, you know, like you better have a good excuse. So, Amen. We need to do more of that in the church. We need to do more of that in the church. We are sometimes afraid yeah. to be vulnerable. Yeah, and I'll be the first to raise my hand. I'm, I hate being vulnerable, but I need to be a vulnerable in order mm. to grow, stretch, and break through some of these plateaus. And so as we talked about these four things, we talked about shaking things up. We talked about getting back to the bases. And we talked about embracing the moment. And we talked about getting the right people around you. And I think those are vital in order for us to break through the plateaus. Yeah. I think a lot of us are looking for 2021 to be a year of change. I really do. Um, But change starts with you. Listening to this, because the calendar flipped, does not mean your plateau will break through. It does not mean that all of your problems are going to go away. This is what I can tell you, though. 2021 brings a new year brings new opportunities. I talked about it in our podcast before this one, talking about goals and resolutions. What are you setting up? What are you doing? Mm. But 2021 can be a year of change for you if you choose it to be. Some of you may be listening to this and say, well, I don't know where to go. Start with the basics. Shake some things up. Right. Some of you, you may not see the change happen for several months. Embrace the suck. God's got you there for a reason. You know, I remember when we were pastoring, our church wasn't growing. We were a great group of like 40 or 50 people, and it wasn't growing. And I started to look at other pastors and other churches and started to compare. Mm. Yeah. So this is a little bit of a nugget for everybody listening. Stop comparing your Mm. life to someone else. Stop comparing your life to someone else. Your life is what God wants it to be. And sometimes in those moments that you have to embrace, God's teaching you something. God's bringing breakthrough. There may be a lesson that we haven't learned. I know I've circled the walls of Jericho for a lot longer than six days because God Mm. wanted me to learn something. And it started with getting the right people around me. Yeah. So Glad to have you, bro. Great stuff, man. I really appreciate you being on the show and uh, love to have you back again. This This is sweet. Um, maybe next right, time we'll have right. to, uh, do a recording via zoom, you know, hopefully Rona will go away sometime soon. And, uh, as we contend and fast and pray over the next 21 days, you know, my prayer is, is that, that health is restored to people, um, that Amen. your lives are impacted in a much greater way by the Holy Spirit. And as you get into your fitness journey, I know that's kind of subsequent to whatever we're doing, but part of what we do here, um, get back into it. Right. Don't be the New Year's resolution 
and quit in February. Don't start something January 1 and quit in the middle of February. Embrace the moment. Get to it and get after it. Theo, man, thanks for joining me. Um, Really appreciate it. Um, Thanks, Broski. I look forward to talking to you again. I'll be praying for you guys and your church in the next 21 days, man, for all the stuff that you guys are praying for. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Hey, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on the shows. Finally, our goal is to encourage you to live a God-first life. If you think others would benefit from what you heard today, please share it. We'll catch you next time on the Faith, Life, and Fitness Show.